Welcome to another very exciting episode of the Blackcast, Blackcast 176. Uh, some of you are watching us stream live, and uh, you know it uh, was a little clunky in between the shows, and that was uh, because I didn't communicate the important things to the people that needed to know it. But uh, it wasn't that great of an idea anyway. But uh, here I am. This is Blackcast 176, and uh, you know 175 is a nice round number, but uh, 176 is very important to me because it's the first episode or issue of uh, X Men that I ever read. The Uncanny X-Men 176, which if you were to look up the summary of that issue, you would be like, well, why would anyone want to read that again? Uh, Cyclops is on his honeymoon, uh-huh. not with Jean Grey, with oh. Madeline Pryor, the clone of Jean Grey, and okay. he fights an octopus. Oh. And th- so this apart, is one of the rest, like one, a regular octopus? Yeah, regular, no, that was super octopus. <laughs> apart from one page where they like check in on the other gang and they set up the next issue, that's it. He fights an and I, I'm like, oh, this comic where this guy who I don't know is on vacation with someone I don't know uh, fights an octopus. Yeah, yeah I'm in. I yeah. want to read the next. I want 178. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 177. Maybe, maybe we should just make a movie called Octopus. Uh, Cyclops versus, versus Octopus. No, anyway, no, two. This is, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was gonna say it's one of the rare instances too where what's on the cover is literally what happens. It's in the, the only comic. thing that happens. Usually, the cover has nothing to do yeah. with the fight. Exactly. Part. So, uh, to my left, uh, Agent Starling. I'm sorry, we we are now in on this. What did he yeah. do to upset the yeah. octopus? How did that? Oh, happen? the octopus tried to kill them. Why? Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. Well, why? The plane cra- their plane crashed in the ocean. I've read this. Did like, it kill his octopus baby? No, like, octopuses are just dicks. They are. I fucking hate those. Thank you. Finally, somebody says something that means. Something. Anyway, as I was trying to say, at Will Sterling to yeah, my left. At Will Sterling just, underscore. What I, uh, at Will Sterling is the old guy <laughs> who doesn't use it. I want everyone out there to tweet to at Will Sterling and tell him to get the fuck off Twitter he's, and give me he, his hand. You realize he's probably dead, right? Good. Yeah. That's uh, really then, mean, uh, but good. At the other end of the desk, uh, at Jeff Duray on everything at Jeff Duray. And special guest here in the studio is the one, the only... Host of House Rules with Michael Housem, Michael Housem at MP House H A U S. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that would be the best way to introduce you as host of House Rules, right? Because you, that would be, you have a lot of other affiliations. Of uh, so this is really fortuitous that we scheduled to have you on today. You're also wearing a shirt with an H on it. Yeah. Was that intentional? Not accidental. Okay. Yeah. All right. What does it stand for? Now I have to ask. Actually, it. It just happens to be a cool shirt, and it just so the H doesn't stand for Huntington Beach. Uh, no, it, uh, the designer's Howe, and he's actually from Huntington Beach. All right, so I knew Huntington Beach figured in Whoa. somehow, but it's a very fortuitous thing that we have here because huge, crazy news in the last twenty-four hours. So, Michael, please okay, break down the Real Housewives you, of New York uh, reunion special. Well, no, no, no. It, <laughs> God damn it, Christian. What? Tonight is Real Housewives of New York. Last night was the final reunion for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It was very interesting. Right. And that's what we're here to talk about. Yeah, yeah that's yes. of course what we're here to totally. talk about. Because I've got three and a half hours. Now, the only reason I watch that show, well, actually, the only reason I watch it, Daniela, my girlfriend, watches it. You don't watch it for possible nip slips? Um, well, you know what? I'm asking. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there really aren't any of those. But back in the 80s, I was totally addicted to, um, oh my God, I just forgot the name of it. It was a soap opera. Dynasty? Dallas. No. Uh, soap. Daytime soap opera. Santa Barbara. No, that uh, Eileen Davidson, who's one of the Housewives of Beverly Hills, was on. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
back in the 80s, I watched it all the time, and I was totally in love with her. She played Ashley Abbott. Oh. Eileen Davidson did. So you know the character name, but not the show that you watched every day when you were in, in No, in, in fact, I was thinking about that on the way up here, laughing. I'm like, you know, he's going to want to talk about politics. As the I'm world like, turns. Fuck that. Let's fuck talk. that. Let's talk about Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't remember it now. That's Anyway, right. so I watched it for like four years, and I watched her last night on Real Housewives. But it's great because it's like your girlfriend watches again. it, so you're just like, well, yeah, well, that's why I have to watch it. Did you tell your girlfriend, girlfriend you had a thing for her? For my girlfriend or for Eileen? For, for Eileen. Uh, yeah, I did. I know she's hey. cool with that. We have a list. We have oh. a list of people that oh, if good. the phone rings, okay. I'm out. What's on the list? You notice how I didn't say who's on the list. What's on the list? What, yeah. <laughs> well, a garden we sold. The octopus? <laughs> the octopus <laughs> from <laughs> X-Men 176. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, there's there are tentacles related to the list. Of course. No, uh -oh. you know, obviously. Ursula? Japanese tentacle point. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I think Ursula, Ursula would have to. Done. Yeah. So I mean, hot. just think. Sold. Like, let's not. I mean, for real, though, when she turns evil and she's like all hot and stuff. Yeah. She looks good. Mm. I mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that crazy bitch hair? with octopus oh. arms. Sure. Yes. Uh, speaking oh. of crazy, though, uh, <laughs> Michael, uh, so point blank, here's a question. On November 8th, would you consider... It, you're really going to talk about politics. Yeah, of course I am. Would you consider this something where you're like, oh, I am happy that Donald Trump is president? Just is that going to be a true statement that day for you? I can't imagine under any circumstance I'd be happy about that. Right. Now, does it then, can you break it down like, well, at least it's not Hillary or Bernie or Malia Obama who's oh, president? Oh, you mean, are there things that I Malia. could imagine that would be worse yes. than Donald Trump? Oh, certainly. Um, depending on the time of day, I think that Hillary might be worse, or I think, no, 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 Donald would be worse. Right. I go back and forth. Right. And there's cases to be I made I do think way. that Bernie Sanders... It, you know what? Honestly, it depends on how we look at it. Uh, the likelihood of Bernie Sanders implementing any of his crazy-ass, fucked-up ideas yeah. is zero. Just like he's had none of his ideas implemented since he's been up there for 20-some years. Right, exactly. So from a productivity dipshittery standpoint, a Sanders presidency would result in nothing happening, which I'd be totally fine with, and it would be entertaining. Um, Trump, as the GOP nominee, more of his dipshittery would be enacted... Uh, so that's one way that I look at it. That's one way to look at it. So, and now... You really you do want to talk about politics. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to have you here? I'm going to talk about reality shows that I don't watch. We'll talk about other things too, but this is what we're starting with because... You know, it was kind of a big day. You know, the day started off and uh, Ted Cruz had dropped out. And then the day went along and then John Kasich uh, dropped out. And, you know, right. Neither of these guys was going to be the nominee. It right. was more like, oh, we're going to be here to be uh, speed bumps to try and stop the other guy. Uh, but I don't know. I you... thought that there was a real road for a contested convention. Well, before Indiana. But once last night or, happened, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. And so, that's, you're exactly right, dude. And that's exactly what I've been hoping for. I mean, I've been I mean, imagining these that. scenarios that somehow, some way, I talked about it on my show that Cruz in California with all the various different precincts and that. And it's not like Cruz was my guy. Uh, my guys dropped out within days, <laughs> it seems, of the. Dennis Kucinich? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because of his wife. Uh, she's on the list. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she <should be. laughs> I, but I have to say something on that. So early on in the process, were you 
kind of like okay with Cruz or were you like, who is this psycho? No, no, I was totally okay with him. Okay. I, I love the fact that Ted Cruz is pretty much hated by anybody who's in Washington. Mm-hmm. He's a constitutional, small government conservative. I dig it. Uh, some of his religious stuff really bothers me. Um, and he's super preachy in just his approach. Mm-hmm. And he's also irritating. Yeah. Uh, he's not like, you know what, that is a cool cat. I'd love to hang out with him. Right. Yeah. He's not that guy at all. Not, not that cool cat want to hang out with is my criterion or something. But it's just like, you know what, he's the guy. The president in- has to be likable. President do, do they like because like we're running a popularity contest for the person who's supposed to be in charge of our country, and yeah. maybe that's why we're in such hot water. You know what? That's, that's a great that's observation. A, that's that's yeah. a really good point, and there's a tension to that. Right. Um, I would prefer a uh, unlikable Ted Cruz to a super likable idiot. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gotta be careful how I say that. Uh, <laughs> no, but my, my guys. Uh, I like the idea of Scott Walker. I thought he was a kick-ass Republican in a Democrat state. Uh, won three elections in four years. I thought the platform of, well, this is what I used to do in my state. This is what I'm now going to do in the country. What have you run, either to Hillary or Bernie or to Biden? I thought that was really good optics. I thought it was a, a perfect counterpoint to, hey, we've had eight years of a guy who was a, a political activist and nothing else. Walker's campaign sucked ass. Hmm. Uh, I also liked Rand Paul. I really like a lot of the things Rand Paul has to say. He would be a great guy to sit down and hang out with, it seems. But at um, least you didn't go the Matt Kibbe route, which longtime listeners of Dennis Miller's show remember Matt Kibbe, who yeah. at one point was from FreedomWorks. He told Rand Paul that he was not going to shave his beard until he's president. And he's standing by that. Wow. And it's crazy already. That it beard is, is it's long. Like, yeah, I mean, and, you know, if... He even runs for president again. That will be 2016. Wait, there's no sunset on Kibbe's promise to Rand? I think Rand will have to let him off the hook at some point. Yeah. Like Terry Kibbe, his wife, who's lovely, will probably call Rand and just be like, can you can you tell him he can oh, shave, shit. please? Because I, I was literally sitting out in the lobby. Yeah. I was... He had just posted on Facebook a video of him talking about yesterday. Had he shaved the beard? Oh, my God, no. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is long. Yeah, and it's just going to keep going, which is crazy. Uh, But anyway, that's – it's a little bit more of a niche. But I figured because it does relate to the The reference to Rand Paul. Well, he went – I mean, Kibbe went all in for Rand Paul. Yeah. I mean, went to work for him and the whole deal. And kind of um, like when Dennis endorsed Herman Cain. Yeah. Remember that, everybody? That <laughs> I do remember yeah. that. That was a terrible day. And then what did for Dennis me. say? The uh, the the Cain train made stops at too many stations. Too many stations. That's exactly. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. Yeah. The nine 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 plan we do need, though. I think that uh, if you if you sell people the nine 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 plan now, uh, I think it it would go well. But anyway, well, let me turn this around on you, Mr. Yeah. Host, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, if Donald Trump. Is the president? <laughs> this is this is a, a carefully chosen photo. I don't think you can see it without having to turn around. But uh, I uh, very carefully selected a very specific photo of Trump, which you'll have to see the video on the Blackcast YouTube page if you want to see the photo. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Alexis, <laughs> for sharing that with the world. Uh, anyway, so yes, your question for us, Michael. So are you happy? I mean, Christian, I, I've specifically, carefully never asked you right. about well, your political opinions, which Dennis never ever. did. Yeah. I've never asked you about anything 
purposefully. Yeah, because I don't want there to be a division between. General, us. I don't care that much, but I would say that this is one where I'm like, oh no, no, this shit is crazy, and you know, Ted Cruz was also a little wacky in in his own way, but you just felt like, all right, this is a guy who has been in the Senate for a while. It would have been all right, but uh, Donald Trump is president. It just seems like such an insane thing. It seems like something that. If it happened on a TV show, where uh, you know it's but like idiocracy, yeah. And if it happened on a TV totally. show, if it yeah. happened on a TV show, you'd be like, no, fuck this, I can't watch this anymore. This right. is too hard to believe. Right. Uh, so, my firm belief is that Hillary is pl- as president. You know exactly what you're going to get, and you know, you know, the Senate is not going to be that agreeable to her. She'll get some things passed. Uh, Trump will figure out a way to get stuff done that's crazy, and I don't know how much it'll impact my life, but you just feel like it's beyond a disaster to have somebody like that. I also feel like he is a very poor choice as a nominee because, as we were saying in the chat room for your show yesterday, it's going to historically look like one of those things of... You know, Mondale didn't really do so bad when he only <laughs> won Minnesota in 1984. You know, because like, Trump is popular in the Northeast in a bunch of states that Republicans never, ever, 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 with a lot of evers, win. Ever. The, yeah. They, what was it, last Tuesday he won all five states north of yeah. 60? There will not be a Republican. Yeah, exactly. It's like those are all the Republicans in in New York, in New England. You know, it's like oh, he won the original thirteen colonies. It's like yeah, well, you know, above the Mason Dixon line, he's not going to win any of them. That's right. It's like uh, who's going to be the delegate voting for Trump from Nancy Pelosi's district? District. They have to pick three. Yeah. And I don't think there are probably three of them there. Yeah, I I, I don't I don't think there are. The, The one thing I have noticed about the Trump deal. Is you know I've as you know I've been a political nerd since high school so almost a decade. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, thirty kids. so yeah. thirty some years I've been a, a total political nerd. I've never seen the type of division and anger yeah. that has happened. Uh, I'm I'm part of a um, Hollywood based LA based um, private Facebook group. Uh, that's all for conservatives. And just before I came on, I was reading two different posts, and one of them is addressed to all the fuckwit morons who are going to vote for Trump. And right. that's that's exactly what it exactly, said. I you assume, fuckwit yeah. morons are going to vote for Trump. And then the next one right after that is you motherfucking cocksuckers who aren't going to get on board the Trump train. <laughs> that's the language that both sides are using at one another. I mean, there are I, – I, I do foresee that that group is going to split up. I do wonder if the Republican Party is going to uh, break up. And I've had personal friendships. I've got, I've got friendships with full-on lefties that, yeah. that have gone on for years. And sometimes we argue about stuff and sometimes we don't. We just really like each other. And there's certain parts of things that we're interested in life that we don't agree on. And it's totally fine because we're you know humans and politics is a subset of an interest level that is a portion of the entirety of our lives. I have other friends on the right Republican side that have literally sent me private messages that they're blocking me, they're no longer speaking me, they wish to have nothing to do with me. Wow. And that's like, 
People like You've that got are it. hysterical. Yeah. Uh, skin Jeff, is so uh, thin they can't imagine something of a different opinion. Yeah. So it's interesting because I've been dealing with this like nonstop, obviously, because I went to Emerson College, probably like the most liberal college you can go to. Okay. And I work for Megan McCain. <laughs> So right. you get a bell for that, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, so so uh, you know, and my Facebook feed is very interesting because I've got a bunch of Bernie Sanders supporters and I got a bunch of Trump supporters. Right. Um, I think pol- politics for a long time has always been like sports fandom. Uh, you like your team, you root for your team, right. and that's how it always used to be. Was you just root for your team? So you're like a Kansas City Royals fan. You love the right. Royals. Now politics is Yankees, Red Sox. I don't love the Yankees. I want you and your Yankees. I'm sorry. I don't love the Red Sox. I want you and the Yankees to burn in a fire. I want your plane to crash and for you to die horribly. <laughs> right. It's it's not about rooting for your team. It's not about rooting for your guy. It's about the other side is so unequivocally wrong that they should all be wiped off the face of the earth. Well, and that that between the parties is one thing. Yeah. But to carry now your within, analogy further, yeah. it's – okay. We're all San Diego Padres fans, but your choice of starting this next, you know, uh, road trip to Kansas City, the guy that you want on the mound first, he's the worst pitcher in the entire league. Mm-hmm. My guy is the guy that needs you know what? You're and then that's and then the, the fight infighting. is over, yeah, sort of like a managerial. And decision. we're all standing there with our it's, SD hats it's like, on. So yeah. shooting the Philadelphia each other. Eagles quarterback situation. <laughs> Essentially, that's exactly what it is. Uh, right. what I did want to do is uh, turn to Will because you are, you know, not the most politically minded person. Well, you like to stay out of it. We just yeah. did. But sports and politics. Right. Sports. But at the same time, <laughs> this, is, this is something. Dreaming, yeah. talking about stuff I the, don't know. This is something that, you know, it's it's very difficult to just kind of I mean, I see it happen and sure. not yeah. have any kind of thoughts on the... No, I mean, I was more politically uh, aware, certainly when we worked for Dennis. And sure. after the 2012 election, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. I was like, this is boring. Right like, so, like, yeah. I just pulled clips and, like, did my job, but I was like, this is fucking stupid. I'd rather watch Netflix than, like, give a shit hey, about politics. I agree with that. Because I think, especially and, for and young you know, people... You know, by the way, you know who else agreed with you? The host of that show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> totally did. That's why I, when I was like, I see that bar, mm, too. Yeah. You good? Um, nah. I, so I understand when young people... Is that... Is that oh, my, so that's, uh, that's my a, for those watching on the live? That's uh, Kasich oh. uh, eating at Portillo's, which oh, is uh, nice. one of my favorite I, places. I actually t- uh, tweeted out today something about Kasich because uh, Olivia Nuzzi, this uh, writer that we have on our show, tweeted something about it was a bunch of pictures of him eating. Yeah, and it was like now Kasich can go back to doing what he loves. <laughs> yeah. And I said, <laughs> if eating. running an embarrassing campaign means you get a ton of free food, you can sign me up. Yeah, right. right. Uh, absolutely. No, and it's funny because I pulled these pictures yesterday, and when I pulled them, uh, Cruz was still. In the race, and yeah. Kasich was still in the race. So I was going to go through and talk about each of them, but yeah, the two guys who aren't in it anymore. Uh, but I'm glad we still get to use the pictures, especially because anybody who knows me well enough knows how important Portillo's <laughs> hot dogs are, the Chicago based uh, hot dog place. I have that an I issue to. with Portillo's. That's a Do I want to ask? Story. No. I want to let Will have um, his... Uh, have yeah, his so Sorry, I checked ahead. out and I just... Uh, but, you know, I think young people do feel... First of all, they, they're simultaneously overly informed and tremendously uninformed. It's weird. Hmm. Because it's like, there's a lot of clickbait stuff. There's a lot of headlines. There's a lot of you reading that Greedo shot first. But it wasn't the truth, but you already posted about it. <laughs> I did talk about that. Yeah, so like, yeah. that's how people react to headlines and to photos and things, I think. And that's, it's it's strange. So, But with Donald Trump, like it was always like, I was always like, <laughs> right? <What's the?" laughs> yeah, you're just you know, like, you're like <laughs> and the punchline. And then, and like, then the punch, come on. And then, 
where is it? Like, and it's just not come. It's not happening. And it's like, I can't fucking believe this. Yes, I look like that. Um, <laughs> well, that's Bernie no, yeah, Sanders, that's actually. Bernie. That's but my I example will say, of Bernie I think, Sanders. You know, if Donald Trump is a, is a, is a nitwit moron, I think Hillary's a bit of a witch. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Bernie Sanders, I would rather take, I like Bernie Sanders because I honestly do feel like he cares about people as a human being. And I want to cast a vote in the way of somebody who I'm like, at least their heart is good and they're a kind person and I don't feel like they just want to set fire to everything. So I'd rather him be elected and nothing change than either of the other two get elected and fuck things up more. So you, so you think Bernie's a good person? Yes. What you, I, I have I a theory that uh, Hillary wears a jeweled necklace like the red woman from Game of Thrones, and oh. when she takes it off, she becomes Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I mean, that's a better theory than most. And yes, so uh, for people watching the video feed, uh, Bernie Sanders is illustrated by Doc Brown yeah. from Back to the Future, which I feel is a fairly accurate comparison. Physically, for and, sure. Yeah. Where's that uh, Larry then, David photo? And then my uh, characterization of Hillary Clinton, of course, is the Cesar Romero Joker. Oh, because dude. I just she's always smiling like that, and it's so yeah, exactly. Which that's and and, and my friend pointed out that Ted Cruz looks kind of like uh, Danny DeVito as the Penguin in Batman. That's hmm. not that's not a bad observation. Mm-hmm. But he's Kevin from The Office. That's true. That is also true. I love all that. of these <laughs> things. All of these things are true. Uh, by the way, so uh, we've got some uh, feedback. Uh, Commander Britai says that Trump's loss this November will be a pimp slapping of. He says the first water, but I think that phrase is the first order. Oh. But uh, I'm now calling you out for. Uh, you know, a typo, which is kind of a dick move. So I'm sorry, Commander Bruce. Uh, by the way, uh, so Michael, Young and the Restless, I know. according I, to Jason. Oh my Blair. God. Jason just sent that to yeah. me as well. What an yeah. idiot. I can't believe I didn't <laughs> I remember that. Uh, oh, there you and, go. And, the and Matt and Casey thinks uh, Portillo's is great. Uh, so, you know, there's, that's just a really one, there's one problem with Portillo's. All right, now I will let you talk about this because this is the kind <laughs> of stuff we do actually talk about on the podcast. What is wrong with Portillo's? Can't get sauerkraut. I don't give a shit about that. What are you, fucking commie? <laughs> Who eats sauerkraut? Fuck you. German. Sauerkraut hey, goes put, with the hot dog. Do you put ketchup on your hot dog? <laughs> a tiny He's little bit. Get out! No. <laughs> a, a tiny little, mostly mustard. Uh, okay, well, well all right. Sauerkraut. Do you and guys I like, like it, sauerkraut? I like no. it uh, grilled. Uh, I like it. Do you even need to ask me that question? I put no. sauerkraut on a dog every once in a while if it's available to me. Would but I'm you usually put... getting two, and one has the, my risky things, and the other one has my Okay, my one, let me give you some advice on that. Yeah. Don't just have them take it cold out of the jar. Have them throw it on the grill Ooh. and fire that up a little bit. Okay. So it's a little bit browned. Oh, that sounds good. And put warm sauerkraut that's been browned or fried on the dog. Perfect. You See, go to now Portillo's. That sounds like it it's worth delightful. trying. I'm not. I'm not a big sauerkraut guy, but I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Kimchi on your dog. What? Do you ever do kimchi on the? No, no, no. That's oh. not my. That's not my. Uh, that's a pretty similar thing. I do, thing. Similar I do bacon so, and Christian, cheese. So, Christian, you're down in Orange <laughs> County every once in a while, right? Yeah, my uh, my in-laws live in Orange County. Uh, I will be there on Friday, and I'm probably going to stop off at Portillo's on the way. Actually, the one in in, uh, in Buena Park. Park. Yeah. Okay. By, there's a chain. There's six or seven of them called Jerry's Dogs. Okay. In Orange County. Um you can get grilled. You can get it made any way you want. They have four or five. It's a little. It's a smaller deal than Portillo's, but um, Jerry's Dogs. And I think there's one. I think there's one in Savvy Ranch up in Yorba Linda, which is in their neck of the woods, right? Yes, it is indeed. I yeah. think there is uh, Jerry's Dogs up there, and you can get you can have them fry up the sauerkraut. See, 
why in November can't we vote on something important like hot this? Dogs. Who has the best hot dogs? How come nobody's you know? talking about Okie Dog? Hmm? Okay, uh, I've never been. I've just driven by. I don't like that neighborhood. I've oh, never been man, to it's that the Roscoe's. Worst, best thing in the you world. You know the Roscoe's that's on Pico. Yeah. Yeah. And this is for this is very LA centric, yeah. but. <clears throat> huge, everybody Hollywood? knows we're huge no. fans of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, but there's one that I'm just like, no, I'm not going to that one. That's the one that's closest to me. I go there before. You went to the one on Pico? Yeah. Uh, I go to the one on Gower. Both the Oak. I go to the one in uh, The one on Gower is the one across the street from that little like mini mall. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the one. That's the one that uh, you cannot get this into. That's the one that Obama went. Right <laughs> no, it's a, uh, this I is have a question. question. This is important. I've never been to Pink's. On oh, okay. La Brea, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I go. There's a barbecue place a couple blocks down from there that I've been to a ton. Yeah. But every time I've driven to go there, there's always a line out in front. Yeah. Is the, that worth go it? Go uh, at like 11 on a weekday. Yeah. That's the funny thing was when we were doing the Dennis Miller show, I'd be driving home. You know, it was the early schedule. I'd be driving home. It'd be like 10:30, and I'm like, oh my god, it's pink and pinks, and there's no line. But it's 10.30 in the morning. Am I going to eat a chili dog? And of course. No, I think now I would, but because now I'm just like... You're an adult. You, know, you can do whatever you want. I could, I, but it just didn't seem like so you know, my stomach would let me. o'clock in the morning. You, so, oh, to watch the podcast. I, know, I mean, the <laughs> You're way far away from here, but um, not far from where we are right now, just down uh, Tahunga and Moore Park. There's this tiny little... It's in one of those like little mini malls. It's called Andre's Barbecue. And they have some of the best mac and cheese I've ever tasted. Andre's barbecue. Andre's, yeah. And they got like great barbecue, but like their mac and cheese is just like it'll haunt your dreams. Uh, By the way, a little uh, housekeeping. Speaking of barbecue, May twelfth, I can expect a delivery. I know from Matt and KC who enjoyed. I honestly feel guilty. Like I don't feel. I told him not to send. I I know. I told him not to send it. No. Uh, So a big fan of the Blackcast, Matt and KC. He was out here. We hung out with him. We went to World's Greatest Tribute Bands with him. Yeah. And he sat in the studio, not this one, but the one uh, up in Sherman Oaks. And I, I, he, he said he had a great time, but I was just like. I hope so because yeah. we liked meeting him. But I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Should we have done more? Uh, should there have been strippers in the studio, Matt? You let us know because oh. next time we'll make sure. I should have t- called him Miriam. Yeah, I mean Miriam would have swung mistake. by. But anyway, so he's sending us barbecue. So we're gonna have to figure out what's important about May twelfth. That's when it's. It's just because he's ordered. I don't know. That's actually, when it that's just when he told me. It's you arriving. understand that I get all of the meat this time. And no, you guys no get, way. You guys can get the sides and whatever else. You can have the beans <laughs> and one barbecue sauce. <laughs> And that's it. Good, great. All right, just like old times. Uh, anyway, I thought, look, that's important. I'm gonna buy a fucking grill just to grill this barbecue up. By the way, where like, are you gonna little, grill? It's pre-cooked on my little just, back patio. All right, heat it on up. I have a grill. Maybe I'll have you guys over the house. I have oh, a grill we too. have to figure out when we live tweet the director's mm-hmm. cut of Daredevil. Oh, but that's I, right. I'm the one who screwed up the date that we'd all agreed on because uh, I'm my Dude. Wednesdays are blocked off now. And Nobody cares. W- where are the strippers in the studio this time? Right uh, here, maybe. <laughs> didn't you see the one that left uh, right before you came in? <laughs> it's a joke. Okay. We're pals. I can say stuff it's like okay. that. Because three people yeah. have already asked me, hey, yeah. I'm listening, and I can't see any. I'm like, well, well, that, I can't that is definitely true. No stripper. You don't, uh, none of us have pants on under the I've table. played a male stripper in a movie twice. Twice. One Two of the, movies. Did you, get, you got cut out of the first one? Or, yes. And I'll so, be featured more in the second. Does that mean you're... Song or no? Okay, my behind. Oh, oh, yeah. fully bear. So, so we're gonna have to yeah. tell Liev yeah. about this. No ass double. No. 
No, no. Wow. He asked for one, but Jeff wouldn't do it. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, I, be- I believe our friend uh, Alexis had to move on to something else, but I-, I hope we have a new friend in the booth who's uh, keeping us company. But uh, maybe we don't. But uh, I see stuff going on in there. So uh, like everyone is welcome to contribute, uh, mystery person, which – I thought it might have been Steven, but what? no, it's it's Jonathan now. Jonathan, good to hear from you. And, and I was actually conversating with somebody behind my ears. Behind your ears? Yes, that's a thing. I, it is a thing. Well, we're glad you're here now. Uh, sorry that uh, we're taking up whatever you should be doing right nope, now. You're a-okay. We we screwed up the schedule because we started late, and then I just could not stop talking. And uh, here we here we are now. Typical. So. Anyway, you know, we were so we were going to go through all these candidates, but it's it really, Oh my it's, god. No, 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 we're not. There's three so candidates just, and we've gone through and, yeah, and, yeah, and, and you realize there's, there's really it. only two. Yeah. And that's the interesting thing because uh, when we were not on air, Roxy was asking uh, us what we knew about the I forget exactly what the hashtag is, but the hashtag is essentially drop out Hillary. Mm. And that's insane because she is going to win. Yeah. So why is she going to drop out? So the guy uh, that you know it, it, this that came is a from nice the guy. same people with the logic that the most wealthy one percent should take their entire fortunes to pay off all of their student loan debt yes. when that's not actually mathematically possible. Correct. And also, these are the same people that were angry that they couldn't vote in the Democratic primary. We talked about this on a past podcast. They couldn't vote in the Democratic primary just because of the simple fact, this was in New York, that they weren't registered Democrats. How dare the state do that to them? Not let them vote in, you know, which is... You know, it's just the rules. I know there are states you can do that, but that's not one of them. It's a party rule. It's not a state rule. It's a party rule. Okay, but the, the yeah. party made that rule in that state. The New York State yeah, Democratic New York Party. So, but, and that's I only got the one fault. party rule. Let's fill your drink. <laughs> you got a ding for that. Um, <laughs> Republicans up. are the same way. Um yeah, in, I mean, it depends. It, dep- yeah, it, de- it depends on the state, but it's like Indiana I, Democrats th- voted for Republicans, right? A couple and, hundred thousand, and that's mm-hmm. the fault of the Bernie campaign for not making sure that they're you know slack jawed, lazy. Yeah. I want somebody to pay for my fucking college. People <laughs> didn't take the time. I think you well, can look, probably do it in an app now to s- do party registration. Student loan debt is outrageous, and the fact that our government makes more money off of people sure. trying to get an education than anything else is pretty much horrifying. Yes. But that doesn't mean somebody else needs to pay off your student loan debt. It just means you need to drastically restructure the way that we hand out co- tu- uh, tuitions and uh, loans. Like, also, tuitions need to be capped. You need to have rent control. You need to have tuition control. Don't, also, don't major in Klingon oh, studies. You, really you know, major that. in something that's useful, you know, <laughs> like philosophy. But anyway, so that, that, I don't know. The idea that Hillary needs to step out of the race that she's going to win is just it tells me a lot of I don't know how big this movement is. It just tells you a lot of like it's turning well, we're not, on Twitter tonight. Right. It's like, well, we're not gonna win, so the person who is gonna win, uh, they should just get out. And it's like, well, I don't think that's how it works and in any kind of competition, you know. To bring it back to Trump, you know, if Joan Rivers is going to win on The Apprentice I don't think she should drop out so that Gene Simmons can. Oh no, that's a bad example because yes, Gene she Simmons should. should yeah, because yeah. Gene Simmons should win. All right, terrible example. But uh, anyway, uh, Michael, your thoughts on the fact that there? I mean, it's not surprising, but it's just baffling that there's this. Hillary needs to step out when really 
if you are a diehard Hillary person, you want Bernie to quit fucking around and just, you know, make, you know, get out of the way because he's not going to win. Well, I think what it is, is it's the, the awareness because the race is so close, just like with the Republican Party. The race is so close. You know, Bernie won Indiana. He won by six or seven points, and he was forecasted to lose by six or seven. But when you look at the delegate counts, the superdelegates, which yes, is the yeah. uh, fake nonsense the Democrat Party has, it, it's it was totally in the bag before anything even started. Right. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. if Republicans had superdelegates, Trump never would be even close to the nominee. No, Jeb they, Bush would be the guy. Yeah, exactly. You're so, absolutely right. And, you know, yeah. you can think what you want about that. Which, but, once again, a horrible campaign. Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> God And, and everybody awful. here who I, knows I, the Dax I'm Miller the show. super serial candidate, guys. Man, they're so serial. super serial. Man oh, Bear it, uh, Marianne from Indiana <laughs> is going to love that you referenced Man Bear Pig because she's super serial about how much she loves that Marianne, who also listens to your right. show, uh, but the the point that I was going to make is you didn't let me answer the question. So answer the question. Um, I think that is it's just passionate Bernie supporters. Uh, I do wonder if Bernie is going to do a third party thing. He might. I was wondering about you know Cruz or someone else, but I don't. I think that we had talked about it, that they're just like, all right, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take another stab at it in four years. Uh, Bernie might, but do the people, do Bernie people really make sure that they turn out on election? Day? No, you know? not at all. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a third party candidacy for Bernie won't result in anything other than pulling some votes that would have accrued to Hillary. It, it's like Ralph Nader running, you know, it, mm. there's an impact, you know, uh, it's a windmill tilt. Like his entire time in the Senate has been. Yes. Um, the uh, you know my show's House Rules. The House Rule House is Rules US is the website. Come on, get the plug in House there. House Rules US. ABC always be closing always be if closing. you want the knife set. Sorry. Uh, the one rule is substance over symbolism. Bernie Sanders is precisely the opposite. Yes. His entire. Senatorial campaign or his entire uh, existence in the Senate has been symbolic. Him running as a third party would be purely symbolic, but it would blow the place up and it would be interesting to see. Yeah, and this uh, election cycle has uh, gotten a lot less interesting. I mean, it'll be crazy and it will still be interesting, but. You know, every few years people get excited. The the pundits uh, talk about how excited they are about the notion that we could get a contested convention. They clearly wanted it, and they were like, "We're so close. We're going to get it. It's going to be and, so close." And now it's like, "Oh fuck, it's not going to be good. Come on." Well, you there's know? still going to be. You know, I, I was uh, talking with Danielle about this last night. The votes at the convention still matter. I mean, yes, that's a great point. Actually, at, at this point right now. The whatever nine hundred and some or a thousand and some that Trump has, he actually doesn't have those. That is whatever network or whatever news organization is estimating based upon their interpretation and understanding of bound delegates and unbound right. delegates, and just like Ted Cruz picked up a majority of Virginia delegates last week, uh, even though Trump won by plurality the state See, of Virginia. So there is going to be a first ballot, and unless Trump goes into it with a forecasted 1,500 or 1,600, which he probably won't, um, there's going to be some – there's going to be a little bit of excitement, at least more so than any uh, convention in my lifetime. I just hope that whatever happens that Karl Rove is on the air and the <laughs> results come in and he refuses to believe them. And I because want to see Dick Morris going, wait. 
this is not the way it's supposed to be happening. That, that was only, and that was the only interesting thing in the last election cycle was uh, Karl Rove's refusal to admit that Obama got reelected to the that extent. That is not the way Ohio is supposed to go. Yeah. I challenge those yeah. numbers. And, uh, and, and Megyn Kelly had to go down the hall to the decision desk and talk to someone and is like, this guy's crazy. And by the way, Dick Morris was so all in on that. And do you, do you remember he like went on, I think he went on O'Reilly the day after he's like, yeah, I goofed. So Dubs goes to Washington. And, you know, <laughs> and, and immediately and, go to a Dubs club? No, I'm exaggerating. Oh, but essentially, he was, he was just business as usual. He's like, yeah, I goofed. And that was it. That That's really all that happened. And he has disappeared. Way, we, he, <laughs> <laughs> he has a, a podcast story. on Podcast One, which is just a statement of fact. So oh, he, does he? he I get an email show. from him every day. Do you? And I, yeah, I do. Uh, I, tr- I have unsubscribed to it probably 50 times. And you still get it. And I, I unsubscribed before the 2012 election, um, but I and I probably every 60, 90 days, but it's literally every day. He does a lunchtime report video. Yeah. He does usually a couple times a week a summary, and there's like some third tier, fourth tier news network that he shows up on. And CNN? I, I, Hey. Come on. It's, it's, sometimes you just go for the easy one. Kind of. I think it's like Newsmax or somebody yes. that, oh, that's yeah. only streaming only or something. Right. And I can't get rid of it. And I get, <laughs> just can't dick get worse every single day. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Well, look, it's still a fascinating election cycle to see how it all plays out. And uh, I am uh, announcement here. I'll be doing a series of specials here with our friends at AfterBuzz TV, which I'll invite you to come back and participate in. Unless, of course, Michael, you're booked on, you know, like an actual, you know, it's like Fox <laughs> wants you somewhere. OK, no problem. So. You know, maybe. Some, yeah, but even OK, but maybe the blaze wants you, you know what I mean, the, if you don't have anywhere better to be, you're welcome I for as here. many of them as possible. Uh, and I think I think it'll be interesting. And uh, what our friends here at AfterBuzz do, as the uh, logo says, it is the After Show Network, and we've talked about it before. If you like a show, they definitely have one of those after shows where people talk about it right after it airs. You know how like there's the Talking Dead, and there was uh, one for uh, Breaking Bad, all that mm-hmm. stuff. They have shows for everything. Shows that you are surprised. You know, like oh, uh, sure, I guess. So is there an Archer After Show Network? After Buzz TV show? That's a great question. I would be stunned if there wasn't. Yes, there is. Thank you. Yeah. Whoa, so thanks. Jonathan told us that there is. I, I think it's Thursday nights. So that would be something I could do on Thursday nights. I yeah. could watch Archer. And, and then, then I could watch the after, the after show. After show. Gee, see, that's and, and but that's a perfect example because it's like that's a show you're like, oh yeah, what a you know, and especially if you watch a show that you don't know anybody else that watches, this is what it's perfect for. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's like a, it's sort of a, a, a younger skewing demo than maybe the Blackcast or maybe House Rules, but uh, they're politically minded people. They're out there. They they want to know. So uh, I had, uh, pitched it, and I think it works as a series of specials instead of like, well, every Monday and Thursday we're going to talk politics. Uh, oh, so talk, it'll be politically focused. Yeah, let's talk politics when it's interesting. So ah. we'll do some shows during the conventions. Okay. And after each debate, the presidential debates will do like an after show. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, I'm also doing something that uh, it's a much more of a, a niche interest. Uh, Mets 360, all about the Mets. 
And uh, I'm doing our premiere episode tomorrow where for the entire show, I'm going to interview uh, comedian Jim Brewer, who is a huge Mets fan. He's going to be here in this very studio with me. So all very exciting. You're a busy fellow these days. Yeah. yeah and uh, also, you know, I try to I try to help you out and get quality uh, people to appear on House Rules. But my first love was my wife. My second love, my son Felix. My third love, BlackCast.com. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, Danny's really? fist Felix isn't here because she wanted me to send a picture of me holding Felix oh. to her. Yeah, I'm so glad Felix wasn't here. Uh, for those watching the live event or those who listened already to Blackcast 175, uh, the early topics in that episode uh, were definitely not yeah, Felix he friendly. Been fine. We wouldn't have had any idea, but then there's the video of like, well, your baby was in the room. He's starting to stand, so he could have knocked some shit over. (laughs) He would have definitely (laughs) knocked some shit over. Uh, Anyway, so so after Buzz, they talk about all sorts of things. And of course, uh, a show that I'm sure that they uh, talk about is something Will and I don't watch. And I tweeted this uh, a couple days ago just to stir shit up and be obnoxious. But I feel this way. And I want to say in a room for people who I know feel otherwise, I love... The fact that I don't know who the fuck Jon Snow is and I don't give a shit what happens. Oh to my it. god. I am so glad I don't give a yeah. shit. Because I don't care. And it's like people who watch that show can't believe that I don't want to watch it. They don't believe that you watched it and stopped. I watched two and a half seasons. And of you it. gave up. I'm yeah. like, look, I don't fucking like dragons and hobbits. Love and, dragons, that's the problem. But I don't. And yeah. I'm just like, look, it's not my thing. It's it doesn't have to be everybody's thing. It's correct. And then when people really push, I just try to make a joke out of it and go, like, yeah, Peter Dinklage scares me. That's not true. I think he's great. But I say that just to get out of it. You're I think dying, you're yeah. midget pornist uh, and you're opposed possibly, to Possibly, but they prefer little people, by the way. Um, anyway, <laughs> but I know you guys like that show, right? Jeff, you watch it or do you I, like it or do you just watch it because... I like it. So, you have to. So here's where I am at with that show. Uh, I watched it when it first came out and then I stopped watching it. And then I watched and caught up and then I stopped watching it again uh, last season. And then I just caught up again before the season and now I'm up to date. So for me, it's not like an end-all, be-all. I'm not obsessed with the show. Right. I'm not like, oh, I gotta, I gotta know what happens every day. But it's fascinating. There, there are storylines in it that are good. A big problem with the show for me is that it, it is very busy. There's just there's so many characters and there's so many storylines happening with all those characters. It's easy for like in the most recent episode, we get reintroduced to some characters that I almost didn't think were in the last season literally at all. So hmm. you're like, wait, what? I didn't. I wasn't even sure. I literally asked not long ago. I was like, are those two gone? Like, do those exist anymore? And then, bam, they showed up in an episode. And you're like, ah, okay. I guess we're extending their storyline. I'm not getting into specifics because okay. it doesn't even matter. And I don't know everybody's name. I'm, I don't know people's well, names. Well, and that was the thing. The like when it was, it was early, when when people weren't so adamant and violent. When you said you didn't watch it, when it was still early, like in the first season or so, friends of my wife and I told us like. Well, they watched it on DVD and they needed to – there was like, oh, but there's this really helpful like bonus feature where – I don't know. It's like an appendix or encyclopedia you know, video where they explain who people are and what happened. I'm like, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want a show that I can much. watch and I can understand. Uh, and also, I don't like dragons. It's just, you know, that's, How to Train Your Dragon was fine. okay. It's not Peach about dragon dragons. Like. It's like no, I know. almost barely about People dragons. People get so right. mad when but I say dragons, dragons and hobbits. And the dragons do some cool shit. I mean, there's lots They're of totally interesting. totally intermittent to the story. Yeah. It, it, everything comes and goes with that show. 
it's been a while. So uh, it's 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 got a lot of everything in it. So so I definitely think anybody can. I think most people, I should say, can find something in it that they can enjoy. No However, humor. No humor. No humor. In That's it. why you didn't like Battlestar Galactica. Uh, I wouldn't say I no humor, just not not much. A lot. Not um, much. And not we've good. talked about this <laughs> many times. Kill that guy. Ah. We've talked about this many times on the black cast, but uh, not uh, when Michael's around. It's tough to get behind a show when people are like, oh, it's a little rapey. When that's okay, like, you I, watched, see I that. finally watched that. I mean, I'm glad that we brought this up because yes. I finally had watched it after hearing. There that was, was a right specific before, one, yeah. That was right when I cut off. Like I stopped watching right before all this People's rape stuff happened. Head exploded. Yeah, yeah. with those. Yeah, totally. I, I cut it off right before then, not because I had heard any. It just happened to work out that that's way. Just when so you then, stopped, when yeah. I went back and saw it, I was like, "This is what people were freaking out about." Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Fucking blow me! This is stupid. Nothing happened. Get over yourselves, people. This is like the least rapey rape that I've seen. I've seen a lot of rape lately in like different. Like, because I feel why like, don't you well, specify where you've yeah. seen a lot of rape? Let me just do you a favor. No, like, a lot of this rape is not at your basketball game. I have no, no, been no, no. involved okay. in a you watch lot a bunch of, of rape. you watch a lot of. I've been watching a lot of like Netflix, Amazon TV series. You can there's see a lot some, of like, rape in those shows. I'm just saying, like that's you, the thing. That's see, the problems that rape has become a trivialized. Yeah, plot yeah. Point. You, you just see. I've seen it a lot more in a lot. I've seen a lot more hardcore, grotesque, fucked up. I've read a book where the rape scene was more offensive to me than seeing this in the show. So that's why I was just like, this is stupid. This wasn't the way that they made it sound. We watch a little girl like fully watch her get raped. The way I, what happens is. She's very upset and has some bruises on her after a while, and you're like, "Oh, and she must have gotten suggestion. raped." Yeah, totally. that's the that's the, the to, that's it, and it's like, "Oh no, somebody suggested something we totally knew was going to happen happened." Are you kidding me? Uh, tying to a uh, topic that we had in the uh, the last uh, installment of the Black Cast slash the first half of the Black Cast Live, uh, Jason Blair, who said he would go to bed, but. Clearly is still, still participating. Oh, wait, he's no, still... No, hold on. But okay. he said the Anti-Defamation League wants some gay dragons in Game of Thrones, which is something we talked about <laughs> earlier. And he says, hashtag dragons in Lake Como. Which, hashtag all dragons are gay, so yeah. get get with the facts here, buddy. He, he also says that uh, you couldn't pay him to watch Game of Thrones, but he does throw a little shade my way because of how much I hate Five Guys hamburgers. And he's like, they're great. So, you know, we can... I had Five can, Guys once, and I was drunk. And I remember being. And you're just like it's not. Food, it's not Jack in the Box, so you no, don't like it. There's yeah. a reason I always go to Jack in the yeah. Box. Yeah. If there's one thing I don't like about Game of Thrones, it is that it's so popular now, and that's not because it's of my desire. Popular. No, but it's not because of my desire to be a contrarian. I hate it when shows like that get this popular because then you can't get the fuck away from it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like to watch yeah, my, my show. Facebook news. And feed. for that one hour a week, I have carved out that Game of Thrones time. Pretty much anything beyond that, no thanks. Don't really want to discuss too much. I mean, I will discuss right after the episode with like my girlfriend and shit, but that's it. Beyond mm. that, I don't want to. You don't spend... want to keep talking about it. Yeah, yeah well, but, there he but, is. but and I don't, I don't like it. Also, because is, is his name John Snow because yes. it always snows on no, him. Snow, because Snow yeah. is the it's last name of all bastard children. Oh, all mm. right. He's, he's a handsome looking guy. Yeah. He's Maybe awesome. I'll watch it for a completely different reason handsome. now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so yeah, any, anytime you're born out of wedlock, your last name is Snow. 
No. They could have come up with something a little stronger. That's no, that's right? the way. That's like, there's multiple bastard. characters in this show that have nothing to do with each other, whose last name is Snow because they're a bastard child of like a lord, or so it's more to do with like lords and stuff. Because he's a Snow, he doesn't have any claim to. Because he's a Snow, just sounds funny. It's stark. Sound, it's, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Uh, so, you're a Snow. Your dad left but, you. Michael, Snow. Dude, you're all in. Snow. You're all in Yellow on Game of Thrones. Snow. I know that uh, you're very passionate about it. You and know what? I gotta say. I have not watched this season. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is it because you just don't care anymore, or you just haven't gotten to it? Let I me ju- put it a different way. Are they piling up, or do you have the means to stream them when oh, you want? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it's going to be. I'm doing the same with um, what it just started. There's a handful of shows that I watch, and I prefer um, Love I and prefer Hip Hop Atlanta. Binge. I would say Game of Thrones is a better binging show because of how much shit goes on in it. If you watch them one after the other, you're more likely to remember what totally. just happened and, and keep Like, up. I just watched the entirety of, um, I had never watched Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Wow. And about a oh, month Oh, yeah, I remember ago, you talked about this on your show, yeah. On my show. Um, HouseRules.us. Uh, HouseRules.us. H-A-U-S is the way yeah, house is no, spelled. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I just, I, I'd never been interested. Zombies, it's totally not, stupid. It's not my thing. Yeah, I'm with I, you. Could care less about it at all, mm-hmm. right? Um until a couple of friends said, no, 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 you have to watch the show. The zombies are a plot device, but it's not really about zombies. It's like Breaking Bad or any other well-written show. It's about how a bunch of interesting characters, well-written characters, interact with one another with outside things affecting them. So, started watching it, and we blew through the entire, which it's six Six seasons? Something yeah. like that. Six yeah, or seven I think seasons. this was just the sixth, yeah. That just ended a few weeks ago. We started it right after the um, the season concluded, and we burned through all of them in like four weeks. Um, and I just love that. I love binging like that. Although I did find, compared to, say, Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, I, I found um, Walking Dead kind of hard to watch. Here's why. The reason you were able to binge all of those and watch all of them is because the beginning and end of an episode of Walking Dead is really interesting. The entire middle is pointless. You it should, is. You like the rest of the country now, and you, you just binged six seasons, and you're like, eh, fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. well, after, here's the, here's the thing about it. After season six ended, a good half of my Facebook news feed was, <laughs> I'm done. No, no, I'm totally interested. I'm totally interested in in what happens. But I thought the first couple of seasons were poorly written and stupid. I see. I thought they were much better written than the later stuff. They're stupid because it's like the only way to move the plot forward is for someone to do something fucking dumb. That's it. That they never would have (laughs) otherwise done. It's like Mm -hmm. don't go out there. Oh, they went out. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of the show is them making fucking smart moves, and then for no reason at all, they're like, oh, we should probably do this. No, that's a bad idea. Pretty much do it anyway. Shame there would be dies. no Walking yeah. Dead. There would be no Walking Dead if people tripped at the base at the rate at which normal people trip. Right. Or just turned around every once in a while. Yeah. If all people did was turn Change, around look. and walk like everybody else in America, there would be no Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. Oh no, the zombies are out to get me. Let me just um, quicken my pace a little bit, and we're good. Oh, you yeah. know what happened to me yesterday when I went outside? I. I think everything was good, so we'll just do it again today. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that is uh, unlike many other shows that I've watched. That one's like, you know what? I the collective IQ of the entirety of the cast is like eighty four, right? And it's really <laughs> irritating. That's very frustrating. How did you last this long in a zombie apocalypse? Coral, coral, <laughs> coral. Look at you, you Coral. zombies' hands. My coral. father, my father. 
That's true. Uh, so let's talk about something that I have seen and I did love, and I don't think these guys saw, but I know you did, Michael. Love the Jungle about. Book. Of course oh, I, I saw, saw that. I saw it. Well, you guys oh, look, didn't see the last time it. I talked to you. Well, we just you didn't saw tell it me now. what you thought about it. You told me you were going. You didn't tell me what you thought. Uh, I took Felix to it, you and he loved it. You're rubbing your nipples, and but you're really was, just touching your Star stop Wars. Stop it. <laughs> he is touching his Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. So I thought it was great. Uh, the fact, look, I don't love all CGI movies usually, but it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. It, you don't. You're not like watching like he's on. Soundstage. None of this is real. None of this is. You know, it's just you're watching. Okay, oh, the little boys in the jungle, and oh my god, it's Bill Murray Bear. This is great, and the characters were the animal characters were all very believable, and uh, I don't. know, It was just awesome. It was like my expectation was that it would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, all right, I feel like Disney. You know, they tried the live action version what twenty three years no, ago. No, it was much. It was like ninety. Mm-hmm. There's a nineties the live action one that yeah. I remember growing up with. Yeah. Well, whenever it was years ago. Yeah. But whenever it was, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. That's not the point. No, not the point is that there years. was one. Uh that you know, and it's like, feel like the 90s I, people didn't love ago. that one. Yeah, so it. it's but I don't know, they did the right thing and uh I don't know, Favreau has a good sense, John Favreau who mm-hmm, directed it. Mm-hmm. He has a good sense of, you know, I mean, he he took Iron Man who was in like eighth tier uh, Marvel character, you know, he was like the fifth most popular member of the Avengers, and he turned him into like basically that made Marvel movies a thing. Was yeah. that first Iron Man? I right? used to think bef- this is like well before the Tony Stark, uh, or sorry, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man and all this, like yes. back when it was comic books. Um, I remember I was at camp, and whenever I would go to this uh, sleepaway camp for a month in the summers, my mom and I would buy a shitload of comic books before I would go, and then she would send me one each day so that I'd have something to read. I like that. That's oh, smart. Cute. And um, one of the ones I had was, like, this Iron Man thing, and I saw – this was back when, like, Prowlers were cool. You remember, like, the Chrysler Prowler? Oh, okay, kind of sure. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Cruiser. Pony, right. Yeah. So, because I also knew of PT Cruisers and thought they were the ugliest, stupidest car in the world, I saw that and was like, oh, Tony Stark's a douche. Iron Man's gay. <laughs> and I, and from then on, didn't like Iron Man. But you came around. You had to come around. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really got to know who yeah. he was. But at that point, I was like, this, ugh. Oh, what an ugly car. Uh, this well, kind of rich guy heads. drives a prowler. Yeah. I'll go what to uh, our guest, Michael, first uh, to uh, remind him he's on camera. Uh, and Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm sure. Look, I'm sure it was good, whatever was going on over there. But I, anyway, uh, so talk about the Jungle Book. I know you talked about it on your show. but uh, Right. Well, you know what? I didn't know. Um, I hadn't read anything about it, you know, because I took my, um, my youngest, my nine-year-old. Um, when I, you know, I've, I've seen the signs all over the place for it. And I, the only thing that I knew, um, was Giancarlo Esposito was in it. Gus Fring. Yeah. It. Wow. Yeah. That's, That's what you knew. Just a random, yeah. <laughs> totally random. Uh, and I loved him because I used to watch Homicide. Oh, okay. A trillion years back in the nineties. Yeah. Homicide he, with Andre Brar. So, but he uh, wasn't on until like the end, really. Giancarlo Esposito. He was in like the last couple seasons of Homicide. There was only two seasons. Homicide. Life there on was, the street. There were six seasons. Are you sure? Hundred percent sure. It premiered after the Super Bowl in nineteen ninety three. Okay, so you know. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, because he's Yafet Koto's son, right? Three. What's that? He was Yafet Koto's son. Right. And the fact that, you know, I know when that premiered because I know how long Richard Belzer played Detective John Munch because he continued to play him on SVU, which I worked on. Right. We had to do character payments. Maybe it was just that I had the 
I had the VHS had, of two seasons. Right. Maybe that's what. Anyway, you have the VHS of the two like series uh, seasons that were okay, not the best seasons. Okay. Uh, you have to dig up the episode with uh, Robin Williams, and I'll I'll move on from Homicide All right. now. But well, anyway, so noticing the sign, I knew as soon as I saw that it was coming out, yeah. I knew that I was going to take my daughters. And by the way, for me, all I needed to know was that uh, Idris Elba was in it, and oh my tiger, and that's it. I just needed. I say I didn't even know that. Yeah, I just remember one day I was driving down La Cienega. I saw the sign, and the only thing that that stood out to me, I didn't see uh, Christopher Walken's name. I didn't see Idris Elba's name. I didn't see Bill Murray's name. <laughs> the only Gian- thing I saw was Giancarlo. Well, if you think about it, it's such a long name. It yeah. like it does stand out. So good for him, by the way. But right. who did he totally. even play? Because I forgot he was. He was the wolf. Um, yeah, that's right. That makes sense. So, right. yeah. um, the thing that uh, there were two things that blew me yeah. away from it. One is the whole scene with Walken just killed me. I thought the it was singing, great. Yeah, and even more so specifically, um, I had just watched Apocalypse Now about two months ago because Daniela had never seen it. So I'm oh right, I remember you talking about I'm this on the show. Carefully yeah. taking her through all the great movies, like we just did this Tony Scott thing this past weekend. Oh right, because okay. I'm taking her through good Tony Scott movies. Anyway. Um, when they first showed Walken's character and the only thing you could see back in the, in the shadow was his fingers over his forehead. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that's that's Colonel Kurtz. You know, it's the horror over (laughs) here. Mowgli. What the fuck? That's, that's perfect. When I saw that, I'm just like. Okay, that's and I didn't even know Favreau was involved in the right. thing. Right, I just said whoever directed this movie is a fucking. I agree. And it's also in a, another it, small it's, little it, thing. It's in, in a scene. temple. Anyway, what's the other? Yeah, on the floor in the temple, like before, like everything gets crazy, is a cowbell. No, no way! Yep. I didn't notice that. That's yep. amazing. You mean with all the shit that's all yep. stacked up and they, Mowgli they standing like, there? Show it to make a point. Mowgli, like, there's a cowbell. You fuck! Oh my god! When I saw my, it, my cowbell, wife, my wife was like, "Oh, like a friend of ours had seen it." And they're like, "There's a funny part, like that you'll find in the oh, movie." Man. And I was like, "Oh, what does that mean?" And I just saw it, and I was like. <laughs> That's amazing. We need nice. more of that. I, yeah. yeah. No, no. We need more stuff okay, like that. Okay, that is awesome. But, yeah. No, and I agree. Like like touches like that, which, you know, if you don't get what that is, it's still a cool scene. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. It's not like, okay, something's happening Who, that I don't follow. Just his, his, you know, it's the walking cadence. Yeah. And then when he starts singing, and, you know, when the first Jungle Book came out, well, that was the 60s, right? I think so. The yeah. cartoon? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember seeing that when I was in elementary school. So this is like uh, 76, 77, 78. Our school would have movie nights, right? And so they would they would get movies and have a projector screen because other than the four stations growing up in San Diego, there was no cable. You know, there was no VHS. Right. There was nothing like that. There was no movies to rent when I was a little like kid. Like I said, growing up in San Diego, like it's fucking middle of nowhere. Kind well, of. You know, growing yeah. up in San Diego. I grew up in San Diego. Little, yeah, but you grew up you. with cable and home video. And <laughs> you didn't you San Diego? In Ramona, uh, Escondido. He's Ramona. not from Ramona. San Diego. Ramona, dude. Yeah. Ramona right? is not Escondido. <laughs> Ra- no, it's not. I mean, it started in Escondido and then moved to Ramona. Okay. Yeah. Escondido, you're on the Are line. We Ram- have a charger call coming Escondido, from Ramona. As in, anyway, it's not San Diego. Well, I know no, it's San Diego County, but Ramona. It's <laughs> that's why I tell people. Jeff had a question. Ramona is the Corona. That's right. Ramona is the Norco. It is of. San Diego but people, County. nobody knows where it is. So when they say where you're from, I'm like, yeah, San Diego. 
Just yeah. say I'm from Harris Rincon. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, where instead you say, oh, what about a ringtone? East North County. Thanks. So, Jeff, your point about the Jungle Book. That you I were just had a to question. Make. Yes. And it, you kind of started alluding to it. Am I the only one who went home and immediately listened to the original Lewis Prima version of that song? I don't think so. Oh, I totally did. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so fucking good. And I like, by the way, that and with the that, scatting in it. I, did, I like how you ex- call him Louis Prima. That's my favorite Louis thing. Prima. It's Louis Prima. <laughs> Louis Prima. Yeah. He's only ever seen it. He's only ever seen it on screen as a YouTube. He's a tremendous name. musician throughout history. Has written how about dare it. I? How dare he? But uh, and I love the extended version in the credits. By the way, that was longer than yeah. the song in the movie. I'm mean, great. But uh, that that's a that's a great call. Um, and of course, bare necessities yeah. for friends of the Dennis Miller Show made yeah. me think of the late. Fred Thompson, Blue, who right. Dennis would always uh, characterize as, uh, yep. Man, and this is far out. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, so your uh, final thoughts as we uh, wind things down here, William? Um, I was entertained. It was fine. I thought it looked good. But when I left, I was like, cool, I saw it. And I probably have no need to see it again. But you thought it was good? Yeah, it's fine. It was cute. All right. I Has mean, anybody I, else seen Keanu? Well, you don't have kids, do you? I didn't. No, uh, I didn't yeah, leave. So, like Michael, you know, you'll see it a bunch of times. I mean, I guess your youngest is nine, so you won't see it as much as I do. I'm with the nine way month past old. the watch yeah. this thing. It, it, when they were, when all five of my kids went through that three years to six years range, that's where you see a movie sixteen times a day. Yeah, I can't wait for Jesus that. Jesus Christ! I am going <laughs> to do everything I can to not <laughs> no. own Cars two. Uh, and probably not even cars, but I feel like that's inevitable. I know, but if I don't own it, it's just like, I, I don't know. It changes you, though, like because then when Toy Story 3 comes out, having seen the first two 12 trillion times, yeah. you sit and you weep through the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't even have kids yet, and my wife cried throughout that. But anyway, uh, th- that's the... Uh, that's Sorry, w- Will, please continue. Th- that's what we no, need no, to it, it was fine. I mean, I... I you fine. feel like you would say, yeah, it's just, it's fine, yeah. But you're being very yeah. dismissive about it. You're just like... Because it's one of those movies that, like, gave me a weird feeling. Like, like while I was watching, I was like, yeah, this is enjoyable, and uh, I'm liking this. But I was like, it's just not, like, blowing me away. Because everything that I heard, people was like, oh, it's so great. So then when I left, I was like, I'm not taking... So it got overhyped I'm not taking you. anything home with me. I don't know about overhyped, but, I mean, like, the kid did a great job acting with no one. Right. And that Which was, like, his first that, time yeah. doing it. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and the CG looked great. I mean, everything about it, it's one of those things where it's like everything about it is technically good. I just, when I left, I was like, cool, I saw it. And then I'll probably never see it again. Just like you'll never could... listen to this broadcast again other than listening to it in your Because yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, because I'm exactly. on it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you, go ahead, Jeff. You, I wonder if that has anything to do with it's a story that you're more than familiar with. Yeah. And it has been told multiple an, times. Yeah, yeah. And it's just another imagining of a same old story. Right. And you're like, oh, yeah, they did a good job yeah. with the same story. Yeah, I that's knew. exactly. I was like, done. yep, cool. That's done. That's but over. how badass was Idris Elba as a tiger? It's great. Yeah, that's all you needed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that, these guys have no, no heart at all. No, 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 they don't. That's I got, why I keep their I got emotional weepy several times during There that were a couple oh, of yeah. Oh, my favorite part I w- go ahead. was the one of the little wolf puppies reminded me of Dave. Oh, I'm sure. See, yeah. your little dog buddy. That's yeah. his. That's his dog. That's uh, okay. I was literally holding my son watching it. So there, there were some moments. You know, oh, like, I feel like I remember right? getting yeah. emotional. Oh, but I don't okay, remember. I get that. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway, so I wanted to end on that topic, on the topic of the Jungle Book, something that we all actually liked, although I didn't realize you guys had seen it. But it was like I, I knew something because we started about something we don't like, Donald Trump, and then we yeah. all tie it together. 
which brings me to uh, Baloo for President. That's what oh, you should God, take away yes, from this episode. Uh, that should probably be the title of this episode, Baloo for President. But anyway, uh, thank you to everybody who uh, stuck with us for the live streaming of the two episodes of Black Cats, 175 and 176. Uh, Jason Blair, you were not a man of your word. You did not go to bed early. Thank you for staying up. Even if you're not hearing this specific statement, you stayed up well past 1 a.m. He and better have his ass on tomorrow and call for my call-in show tomorrow. Oh, yeah. that, I didn't realize it was a call-in show tomorrow. Okay, so yeah, that, yeah it, is a, uh, it is an open line Thursday because I want to hear what people have to say on, about uh, the on houserules.us, uh, which for people watching this in the archive, you know, just go to houserules.us. Whatever show is the next day is going to be a great one. Uh, that's Michael Hausam, our special guest at MP House, especially if I happen to be on the show again. I was great when I was on this week. Thank Fantastic. you for playing it out, Michael, at MP House. Uh, and then, of course, Captain EO at Jeff Duray. William Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. Mm-hmm, I am at Christian DMZ. And of course, there's at Blackcast on Twitter. You can find everything at Blackcast on Twitter. And of course, Blackcast.com, which is where you'll have the link to our YouTube channel where the video from this will live on forever. Huge thanks to all of our pals at uh, AfterBuzz TV for uh, carving out uh, studio time and then us greedily like stealing more studio time than they had carved out for us. But uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll be back at some point for a special show. We'll be doing something, you know, here in the studio and maybe visually we'll, I don't know, maybe Jeff will finally show us his taint. He's been Mm. threatening to. Uh, I've yeah. seen it. It's, it's impressive. It's pretty nice. All right, great. And take that with you, Michael, when you head back to Orange County on the long drive. As I'm imagining. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody. We will see you next time on the Blackcast. Oh, we're not freezing. <laughs>